BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? Hope you're having a beautiful, well, you know, wonderful, blessed week. I know some of us have the Corvid. Some of us have an eczema flare-up. Maybe just like a a right cheek zit that, you know, is hormonal, but (laughs) guess what? You're on your period. So heavy flow, lots of acne. That's where we're at. But anyways, I hope this finds you doing well. Hope you're feeling good, feeling great, and honestly, just trucking along. You know, we need to put one foot in front of the other these days, and that's all I can really ask for for many of you fuckers. Anywho, I'm coming to you live from the road. You know, I'm doing shows. Had three fantastic shows in Dallas this past weekend, and I will cover all things Dallas in just a second. And then this week, by the time of this episode airs, which is Wednesday, I have two shows in San Francisco at the Warfield Theater. We have a Thursday show, Friday show, and then Saturday, big blowout in Los Angeles at the Orpheum. These are three iconic shows. The fact that I got to play three shows in Dallas at the Majestic, which is the coolest theater, I just feel richly blessed. It's just been an awesome two weeks. And then we go to Savannah and Orlando, and then we keep trekking. We, we got more, more on the books. But this is a pretty heavy week, these next two weeks. What the fuck am I saying? I don't even know. This is a, hey guys, this is a heavy week. <laughs> you know, it's really heavy. It's a lot of heavy lifting. My bags are actually 70 pounds each. If you fly on Delta, that's the limit. I don't know what that meant. I'm sorry. I just mean I'm working. Anyhow, but listen, I'm having a great time. All right, I've got a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm in gorgeous absolutely gorgeous. Uh, where am I? I mean, I technically, uh, Calistoga. I'm in like Sonoma, Yauntville, Calistoga, St. Helena. I'm in wine country. So we flew from Dallas over here and we're having two days doing some fun wine tasting. Jeff's here, Tina, Chris, you know, the crew, the usual road crew. And then I'm going to go to San Francisco for some shows and then I'll be in LA and it just feels great. feels great to be working. Listen, let me get into Dallas, okay? Let me get into Dallas. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. Debbie did Dallas. Dildos in Dallas. You know what I mean? Dallas to me reminds me a lot of Atlanta. You got the Southern hospitality. You got great restaurants. You got a touch of pretentiousness. And it also, you know, I don't know, you might get stabbed in the throat. It it could happen, but it's a good place. It's a great place. I had such a wonderful time and the shows were fantastic. The audiences were so unbelievable. We sold that bitch out. It was so, it was just so crazy. I I cannot say thank you enough. 
But I'll tell you what, Dallas really, truly, no matter what they say, everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's big. They don't even fuck around when it comes to their chip and dip game. Now, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to be very raw dog, real time, uh, honest. I don't fuck with the Tex-Mex queso. All right. I still have chills down my spine from the thoughts of me taking hunks of Velveeta, mixing it with a little Rotel in a crock pot for a happy hour in college. And I called that shit beer fucking Tessa Gourmet. I don't deal with really the yellow cheese. I'm more of a Southern, real Georgia white queso kind of gal. That's me. So you guys really tried to push this yellow queso the whole weekend. And I'm not going to get into a fight of what's actually authentically delicious because some people like the yellow queso. I do not. I like a Blanco. But regardless, everything's fucking bigger in Texas to the point where a friend of mine, Caroline Craddock, uh, shout out to her. She's fantastic. Took us to this place called Javier's. Now, Javier's is like old school. You can tell that they did cocaine here. It reminded me of like, like everything was the vibe of like a sexy, dark steakhouse and phenomenal, phenomenal Mexican food. At Javier's, they bring out chips, okay? You get your chips, your tomatillo salsa. salsa. I don't know what the fuck I just said. Tomatillo salsa. And then you get the red salsa, the roja. And they bring you a fucking stick of butter. And it's not soft butter, it's hard butter. And you're required to take your corn chip, scoop out the butter, and then dip it into a warm tomatillo sauce that will literally set your tits on fire. It's so fucking good, your eyebrows will go to the back of your head and your clitoris will come up and just hit you right in the mouth. It's like you're eating yourself out and you didn't even mean to. You know what I mean? That's how fucking good it was. And I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, I'm drinking water. I'm in a fancy hotel right now. I'm drinking water that has a sprig of rosemary in it. And that's like the turn down service water. I fuck with wine country. Everything just has a nice touch, an extra flavor profile. And you know, listen, I love spa anything, spa water, spa tea. Do you know how easy it is just to take a fucking chrysanthemum off of a bush and put it in water and make it taste delicious. Can I say something? I've never fucking understood people like, I don't like the taste of water. That makes zero fucking sense to me. It tastes like nothing except hydration. So when people are like, I don't like the taste of water. That's why I drink 75 Cokes a day. Shut up and just put a sprig of rosebud in your damn glass of aqua and you'll feel great. I've got a full sprig. You know what I mean? There might, there's like bark on this. Rosemary in a glass jar. Then you pour it out in a nice little rocks glass. I'm refreshed. This is great. I love that. You know, when people are like, would you like lemon for your water or your tea? Yes. Yes, I would. Wait, are you telling me? Like, I've actually looked at servers before. You know, they're like, would you like lemon? And I look at them and I go, has somebody said no once? And they're like, yeah, people are weird about fruit. And I'm like, that's fucking, I don't trust those people. You're telling me you've never walked into a spa once and you saw a crushed cucumber, mint, lime, water dispenser, and you didn't think I'm going to stick my fucking head underneath the faucet and just engorge myself. I'm a thirsty bitch, though. You know that. You know I'm always staying hydrated. I have to. I literally have to. I shut the fuck down if I get a headache from being thirsty. I do like an iced tea, though. 
I do like an iced tea. And you know, when I was in college, I used to go to this place called Nukes. And Nukes is like um like a fast casual southern place where you can get a really great Chinese chicken salad. They also have these like pizzas. And it's like elevated fast casual. And I would go there and I would get a giant like gallon size sweet tea when I would have the shakes from being so fucking hung over the night after. And it would always cure my hangover. I put on 45 pounds in about three and a half months, my first semester at Ole Miss. And then I'll never forget my sister who had accidentally done the same at Georgia Tech goes, hey, can I tell you biggest diet secret? Just go to half and half tea. I was like, what? And I, I shit you not, I got on Weight Watchers once and I did the points. I was consuming 6,000 points, not calories, 6,000 points a day hungover on my sweet tea. Do you know how many points you're allotted a day? Maybe on a good day, 20. Okay? 6,000 points. I was in a diabetic coma. The sugars had driven me off the road. I cannot be more excited about this next sponsor. And I'll tell you why, because I'm using it and I need it. Okay. I had a nervous breakdown at the end of last year because I realized after all my hormones got messed up, all of my hair started falling out in chunks, in the shower, in my hairbrush. Okay. I was like, where did my hair go? Literally, if you take my ponytail right now and you pull all my hair back, I have volume at the top and I have one sad long rat tail. All right, my ponytail looks like a piece of angel hair pasta hanging on for dear life. Well, don't worry. I am growing my hair back with the help of Nutrafol. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning hair, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Nutrafol is a physician formulated to be 100% drug-free and they use medical grade botanicals in consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. Let me tell you something. Basically how Nutrafol works is I take two stress adaptogens in the morning and then after I have a little food, I wait and then I take the actual Nutrafol like hair supplement. It is unbelievable. Like I basically, because my health got so out of control last year, I'm already on the stress adaptogens and all that stuff. And so when I really took a hard look at what was in Nutrafol, I was like, oh, this is this is getting to the root cause. It's not just about, oh, your hair's fall. Why is your hair falling out? Well, Nutrafol literally takes those stress adapters and says, let's calm it down. Let's figure out the solution. And is ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair that's caused by stress, dieting, overstyling, and environmental toxins. While Women's Balance is formulated with an additional hormone support for those with thinning hair through menopause. I really love it. I cannot say better things about it. It just makes me feel good taking it. And right now you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code absolutely to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That is spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Use promo code absolutely. I cannot wait to see the results once my hair starts growing back. Thank you, Nutrafol. So anyways, all I'm saying is if you're one of those people who's like, you know, I don't like to taste the water. Yeah, I don't drink water. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get a lemon slice. You don't like lemons. Take a fucking tag along cookie from the Girl Scouts, put it in the bottom of a glass and just woof it back. You know, I've gotten into this debate a lot. People tell me it's wolfing. You're wolfing it down. It's woofing. Like you're like, 
you know, woofing. I don't know how to describe it, but it, to me, it's you're woofing it down. You're not wolfing it down. You're woofing. So fuck off. Anyways, so we're at this place, Javier's for dinner on our last night in Dallas. I'm straight up taking a corn chip, dipping it in butter, but it's like the butter, you know, when you're at a restaurant and you get bread service and the butter's hard and you kind of look around, you go, you know, they could have let this sit down for a minute. You know what I mean? I could fuck with a room temperature butter. I don't know why they're bringing me this brick of Kerry Gold, which, you know, I, I fuck with Kerry Gold. But at one point I asked Caroline, who also loves Kerry Gold, I said, you think this Kerry Gold? And Chris said, no, bitch, we're in Texas. It's like a land of lake. You know, it did not have the golden consistency of a Kerry Gold butter, which is fucking delicious. But I'll tell you what, new thing. I'm not eating chips and salsa unless I'm, I'm sticking the chip and butter first. And you got to warm up the salsa. It's a, it's a, it really, Javier's took me to another place. Get the fish, too. I had the snapper. It was fucking delicious. Anywho, so we had a great time. Three great shows. But so I had to get my nails done while I was in Dallas, all right? And I go to this nail salon. You guys suggested so many great places. I went to a chain. I love a chain. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to call somebody and make an appointment. I want to be able to walk in. If the place is situated in between a freestanding footlocker and a Barnes and Noble and like a Kroger, that's the fucking place for me. And I haven't seen a standalone footlocker in, I don't know, ever. But this place that I went to, which I believe was called Grand Nails, was in between a Barnes and Noble and a footlocker near the North Park Mall. Speaking of which, best fucking mall I've ever been to, North Park Mall, Chef's Kiss, okay? Tore up the Zara. And the H&M tore it up. Went to Neiman's and said, mm, I'm going to hit the H&M. You know me. She's a basic gal. Anywho, so I walk into this nail salon, and I know, I can already sense, I can already sense the attitude, the energy. I said, this is going to be one of the best manicures I've ever had, okay? Let me tell you, when I say they do things bigger in Texas, down to the fucking, I got a 25-minute foot rub, okay? Now, I will tell you, I got bamboozled on the price. We'll get to that in a second, but they always do that. I got, like, the deluxe pedicure. You know, they hand you the, the laminated menu, and it's like one, two, three, four, five, and five, basically... You know, they're doing your taxes and fingering you in the asshole. And you're like, I didn't even ask for this, but I just wanted a French dip on the toe. You know what I mean? That's where we're at. I walk in. This place has a fun. <laughs> okay. You know, they have the big fridge with the box wine. Okay. You know, and you know, the girl who drinks the box wine at the nail place, you know, that white wine, that Pinot Grigio has been open and there's no hater shade to box wine, but you know, that Pinot Grigio has been open for 45 days. You know, it's not fresh. It is actually turned into cleaning vinegar at this point. But you know the girl. Her name's Emily. She does it every time. You go to get your nails done with her. She was like a coworker that you kind of had to like drag along to shit. And then you get there and you sit in the chair. And she, you know, she's picking the number five. And she wants the 65-minute foot rub. But she then at the end of it is going to go, oh, my God, thank you so much for the nails. That was so sweet. And you're like, I'm not picking up your nails, Emily. I never once said I was going to, and you just literally drank them out of house and home, so you at least better leave a cash tip. And she's like, no, oh my God, it's my birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I'm so sorry. I thought that you were going to, I thought you said earlier at the office that this was a treat, but now I get it. <laughs> and you said, no, Emily, I was just going to drive your fucking drunk ass home and tell everybody that you had food poisoning at lunch. I'm not buying your $200 pedicure coming in real fucking hot. It's not your birthday. We all know you're a fucking Taurus. Back up. Anyways, my point was, so they've got the big fridge with all the box wine, and then I clock it out of the corner of my eye. A full soda fountain machine, okay? 
name brand. We're not talking RC Cola. We got the Coke, the Sprite, the fucking Dr. Pepper, which is delicious. And I thought I hadn't had soda in a while. Are you okay? Okay, I hadn't had soda in a while. And I thought for a second, I was like, I, you know, Dr. Pepper's a very Texas thing. I said, I'm about to fucking sit back, soak these paws, drink a Dr. Pepper, get a 45-minute foot rub, and literally eavesdrop on everyone's conversations here. Nobody knew who I was. It was like I went to the place off the beaten path. Nobody gave a fuck. And I'm not saying that like, oh, oh, you think you're famous? Oh, you think people recognize you? No, but we went to Monarch for dinner the first night. And listen, guys, if by the time I say this, I somehow end up with COVID, knock on wood, I hope I don't. I was at dinner the first night at this really fancy place called Monarch for a friend's birthday. Everybody at the table had had COVID except me within the last like four months, right? So I'm really trying to be safe. People were coming up to the table and, and I love you girls, but you would grab me and put your arm on me and literally breathe in my mouth, like in my mouth. And I'm friendly. You know, if I'm out, I'm going to get, I'm going to take off the mask. We're going to have a hug. We're going to do a photo. Da, da, da. I love you. You have, you've helped me. I'm helping you. But this drunk bitch came up to me, almost put, I thought she had a dinner roll in her mouth that she had chewed up and was then trying to bird feed me into my mouth. You know what I mean? That's how close these bitches were getting. So I get to this nail salon. Nobody gives a fuck. They're like, you're a chunky chick just like the rest of them. Sit at booth number five, bitch. You know what I mean? Sit at booth number five. No one cares. Sit at booth number five. Get a Dr. Pepper on ice and sit back. Now, mind you, I want to paint the picture of this nail salon. Real heavy Tuscan vibes. You know, circa 2002 to maybe... You know, maybe 2000 and maybe 2004, everybody's mom did this. Heavy drapes, a lot of like brass, dark wood, a lot of maroon throw pillows. And there was this like sculpture on the wall with wine bottles. And it kind of made like a swirl. So imagine like a wine rack that made like a big art piece. But these bottles had not been dusted since they were installed in 1994. So you're just sitting there and as the, you know, the big pedicure chair shakes, it hits the wall behind you that then has the dust or probably asbestos rattle all the way down. So you're just inhaling that. Even if you have a mask on, you're just inhaling that. And amongst the other fumes from the dip powder and the gel that, side note, ladies, I am 99% sure that's what's going to eventually kill all of you know what I mean? Like that's it's coming. It's around the corner. Like that's going to be our generation. You know, our grandfathers all got mesotheliomia or they got skin cancer. Ours is going to be something from either the eyelash extensions, the the nails, something. That's just how it's going to go, okay? Listen, when I come back in from being on the road, okay, I don't want to spend my whole day going grocery shopping. What I do is I make sure I have Daily Harvest ready and waiting. My mom puts it in the freezer, bada bang, bada boom. You know, I get up, I've been on the road, I want something healthy, I want a no-brainer. I friggin' love Daily Harvest. It is the easiest way to get more fruits and veggies into my day every day, and they have my back with delicious food that's good for me and good for the planet too. So what do I do? I'm obsessed with their smoothies. I mean, they have soups, they have flatbreads, they have bowls, they have everything. But I start my day because I'm not a big breakfast girl, okay? And my nutritionist was like, listen, Heather, you got to make sure you're getting in those good goods in the morning. You can't be running on an empty stomach. So I take the smoothie. It's already frozen. It has amazing, I mean, they have like camu camu and stuff 
coconut, bee pollen, all sorts of great flavors and good nutrition. I take it, I fill it up with a little bit of water, put it in the blender, may add a little protein powder to it, and I am set on my way. I also love their broccoli and cheese harvest bowl. They have a tomato and zucchini minestrone soup. They have flatbreads that are to die for. They just make it easy when you want to grab something healthy. Instead of making that bad decision, make the best decision, and that's Daily Harvest. Listen, Daily Harvest makes it easy to feel good about what's going into your body and what you're doing for yourself and the planet. Go to dailyharvest.com slash absolutely to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash absolutely for up to $40 off your first box. Again, that's dailyharvest.com slash absolutely. Anyways, gird your loins. So I'm sitting in this chair. I decide against the Dr. Pepper because I told myself, Heather, just drink the water. You know what I mean? Calm down. Let's not act like an asshole. I got, let me tell you that. I got this pedicure. Of course, I just eyeball it. Number four. That's what I want. I want number four. I don't give a shit if they take out a a bread, great British bake-off rolling pin and they're rolling this up my calves. I said, fuck me up. Fuck me up. Do a gel pedicure. Fuck me up. Okay, just fuck me up. When I say that, you know, they do the scrub and then he puts on the mud wrap and then he puts on rose petals. This gentleman put a mud mask, rose petals from the Garden of Eden Then he took a hot towel. I got to be honest with you. Listen, the fact that people at a nail salon, they must not have any feeling on their fingertips because they can pick out those fucking hot towels. You know, I would be, I would have to have the thing with some tongs. I would have to have one of those hot towels cool down for at least, you know, a solid 12 minutes. They pull that bad boy out, shake it once, ramp it around your legs, Literally, I could feel the insides of my muscles atrophying because they were so hot and melting. It was like the insides of my calves were turning into the in, like a mozzarella stick. You know what I mean? Like a good gooey mozzarella stick. I said, this is too hot. You know, you put your feet in the water and every time you go too hot, too hot, too hot, Lisa. Hey, Ken, too hot. And they just say, they, sho- they shove your feet back in and they're like, you got this. Same thing with the towel, every time too hot. But you know what? It's like they tell you, whoever's doing your nails, okay? My guy's name, Ken. Ken looks at me, I go, Ken, too hot. And then I pull back for a second. He pretends to put the cold water and he didn't. And then he's like, it's good now. And then I put my feet back in. It was the same temperature. But I just said, you know what? I'm gonna gonna take it. I'm gonna take it like a champ. So I did leave this place with third degree burns. And I gotta be honest with you, the bill was astronomical. Okay, they charge an extra five for the round. They charge an extra three for the removal. When have you ever been to a nail salon where they charge you to remove what you're already going to replace? You know what I mean? Like if I go in for nails somewhere, I've never been charged for a removal. Anyways, I walked out of there and I said, this was the fact that they had a fucking soda machine. And they had the good massage chairs. You know where it kind of like gets towards your butt and you're going, oh. You know what I mean? You're just sitting there and you're always watching HGTV. Every time I go to a nail salon, HGTV is a cross. I don't want to ever go to a nail salon. I'm throwing this out there. That does not have the chairs that basically jack you off or that doesn't have love it or list it on. If you don't have love it or list it on, you know, those fabulous two, two, well, it's one gal, one guy. I don't know. I just had a stroke, guys. Hold on. I think they're in Canada. I think they shoot all the episodes in Canada. It's a real, like, proper British girl. 
who always remodels the house. And then it's the fabulous flamboyant man who like takes you out and, and shows you around town. And he, he, the first thing that he does though, it's soon. Okay. And they have this like witty banter back and forth, but I gotta be honest with you. If it was really between loving it or listing it, can I be honest with you? Let me backtrack. I'm going to get ahead of myself. I've been thinking about this bit for a while. I feel like love it or list it. And the reason why I want to watch an HGTV show with not even with subtitles on silent in a nail salon, because I already know what's going on. We know they're going to look at three fake houses. The first house that they take them to, they're going to go, wow, we love it. This is amazing. And then he's like, guess how much it is. And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> is it? I'm going to guess, honey, what do you think? Like 725? 725000 He's like, no, it's $3.7 million. And they're like, why did you bring us here? And he's like, to show you that you're a fucking loser. I wish that the episodes spoke that bluntly. You know what I mean? I wish that was the show. I wish it wasn't like, just to get, you know, to just show you the comps. I don't want to have that conversation. I don't want to look at these craftsman homes. I want a husband and a wife to be on a hot mic, sitting in their Subaru outside being like, I swear to fucking God. You know what? You know what, Carl? I know that this house is seven, seven blocks away from Melissa. And I, oh, you didn't think I saw you flirting with her at the neighborhood Bunko game? Yeah, well, her husband's been away for a while. And I saw, you looked at her tits, Carl. You did. Like, I want that. I want the real dispute. I want the real fight. I want to hear the couples screaming at each other. Oh, I saw what you did. No, yeah, you just said in front of, what's the guy's, the host name? Let's call him Ben. Yeah, I know what you said in front of Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, well, she won't be paying for it. (laughs) What do you think this is? I gave up my nursing degree. I gave it up for you. Because you said we were going to move to Charlotte. I gave it up for you. Well, at the end of the day, I'll be paying for it. Is our money not together? Fuck, I should have never left. I should have never left college. You know what I mean? It's that's Those are the fights I want to see. But instead, they go and they, you know, they rub their toes across the same fucking carpet in every house. And then they always end up loving it. They always end up loving the remodel. And I look at these homes and I go, you're still living in 200 square feet. You specifically went and looked at 8,000 square feet yesterday that was in actually in your price range, but you want to just have the remodeled kitchen and 200 square feet? Get the fuck out of here. Every single time my mom and I would watch it at the nail salon together, we'd literally scream, list it. It's a fucking dump. (laughs) List it. You know what I mean? You don't love it. Rat ate your fucking socks out of the dryer last week. List it. You don't love it. He bought it with his money. You're not even on the deed, bitch. List it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Y'all, the way that my mind works is bizarre. I was telling you about how this place, this nail salon, had a Dr. Pepper machine, and now we're talking about the drama of love it or list it. Dude, a gel pedicure and a dip manicure cost $147. And I always tip 20%. You know what I mean? Always, if not more. So I walked out of there spending a good, pretty much 200 bucks. I was, that to me, 
Dallas. I thought that was a little expensive. Now, did I enjoy my day off? Yes. Oh, also, you know, I love, I love a nail salon owner where he runs around. He's always in a leather jacket. Why is that? Always in a leather jacket. And like really slick Nikes. Like he's always kind of sliding around. The place is impeccable, but the owner of the nail salon's always a dude. He's always wearing a leather jacket and Nikes that don't fit well. But they're, you know, they're expensive. I'm like, I know you ordered those online, but they're always kind of sliding around like the foot's never fully in the Nike. I don't know why that is. And this guy was so lovely. What was his name? I can't remember. Jay? Maybe I can't remember his name. He was so lovely. I apologize for not remembering your name, sir. But he had the same bit going on to every girl that walked in. Oh, you have a big ring. Can I have it? And literally every girl would go, yeah, no. And he'd be like, no, why are you laughing? Can I have it? And then he did that bit to 25 girls because I literally sat there for four and a half hours getting my nails done. And the whole time I'm literally going, this guy, should he open for me? He's doing the same joke. He's killing every time and making everyone as equally uncomfortable. Oh, you know, Marissa, good to see you. Let me see that. Oh, big ring. Oh, that's a huge ring. Can I have it? No. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know why. Like I was sitting there getting enraged, watching Love It or Listed, and then watching the owner just slide around in these Nikes doing the same bit over and over again brought me so much fucking joy. And it was Saturday and I was having great shows in Dallas and I was sitting there with rose petals on, stuck into a mask on my legs and then my calves felt like mozzarella sticks and I said, this is joy. This is joy. Sometimes I want to turn the lights down low. I want you to imagine the best orgasm or sex you've ever had. Now imagine that it could even be even better. That's right. I'm talking with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms. So lower. Hey, baby, with the partner. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Foria. Who is Foria, Heather? Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Rawr. Ooh, did I catch your attention? Well, let me really get into it. Foria has a serious cult following of tens of thousands of people who've had their sex lives transformed using their products. Literally, like they have testimonials of people being like, my spouse and I were trying to rekindle. We didn't know what was going on. And then we tried the Foria products and it has brought us back together. Um, my wife and I use a sex oil and awaken when she gets on top. And it's, it's like seeing stars, okay? I love sex. I love happy people having sex. If everybody just had more sex, we'd all be kinder to each other. All right. The thing that I love about Foria is they make products that will transform your sexual pleasure. And especially just if you have a vagina, like more products need to be made specifically for us folks who have vaginas. You feel me? They have amazing arousal oil. What is that? It's like a juicy warm-up that helps you get really turned on, increasing your pleasure and deepening your orgasms. And I love the Awaken uses CBD and warming. It's a sensation-inducing organic botanicals that enhance arousal, sensitivity, pleasure, and it just makes your life even better. So used together for his Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil are the perfect combo for peak pleasure. So yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead 
treat yourself to more deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it as soon and as often as possible. And you can start with the bottle of Foria. That's F-O-R-I-A. And they are offering a special deal for listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting Foria Wellness slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout. That's Foria, F-O-R-I-A, wellness.com forward slash absolutely for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. You'll thank me later. I had brisket for breakfast. I will say I love brisket, but I am 100%. I got to take a um, little break on the barbacoa and the brisket. I mean, everything. You know, you guys live rowdy in Texas. No pun intended. Let's put a little brisket on the hollandaise with some hollandaise sauce. Let's put a little brisket on a lemon ricotta pancake. Oh, you want avocado toast? Oh, you thought you were a vegetarian? Let's put brisket on it. Chia seed pudding with a side of, you know, huevos rancheros with some chicharrones. And y'all want a bitch. I don't like water. Drink the water. Drink the fucking water. Put some rose. Put a chicharron in the bottom of a water jug. Put some brisket. Put a chunk. Get a real good thick cut chunk of brisket. Put it in the bottom of, you know, one of those giant gallon jugs that everybody gets. You know, you see all this, you know, what am I trying to say? Uh, fitness girls. I drank my gallon today. Mm, okay, I drank maybe two pints, but I put a chunk of brisket at the bottom. So I don't want to hear anybody ever fucking say. I don't want to hear anybody ever say, I don't like the taste of water. You know, I don't like taxes. I don't like my obligation to do blowjobs, but I do it. I don't want to hear it. Get a nice slice of sourdough. Put it in the bottom of a fucking jug of water. What are you into? I don't know. What do you fucking snack on? A baby carrot. It didn't even have to be healthy. Again, Girl Scout cookies. Get a dosi dough, a Samoa. Put it in the bottom of the water. It's going to get a little chunky, but at least you'll drink it. These fucking people. I don't like the taste of what. Shut up. Shut up. Anyways, Dallas was great. Speaking of shutting up, guys, I had the most fun. The shows were fantastic. The first night, though, and if these girls are listening, I just want to throw this out there, okay? The first two rows of the theater, I can see everybody's faces. Everything you do, I can see. And, and that's why when you sit in the front, you, have, you interact with me. We have a good time. These four women that were on the second row with their back, there was like a little divider and then the rest of the theater. They were having the most full-blown conversation. They were very drunk when they got there. But so much so that these three ladies that are in the front row have to keep turning around, shushing these other women. I am on stage delivering jokes, okay? And if you come to my show, it's fucking primo. You are going to laugh straight for two hours. Most comedians give you 40 minutes and have six openers. It's me. I wear a wig and open for myself as someone else. The schizophrenia is through the roof, okay? The manic hilarity is on par. But these women, so I'm having a great time, but I am delivering a joke. Literally, my brain is in two parts, okay? The left side of my brain is going, these three women are disturbing the women in front of them, and that's why they keep having to turn around going, will you please be quiet? Like, these women are about to fight. And then the right side of my brain is trying to deliver the joke. You know what I mean? The right side of my brain is literally going, you know, and that's why, and that's why she had a big pussy. And so I just stopped the show 
And I go, hey, ladies, are we good? Are we done? Are we about to fight? What's going on? And they're like, I could hear these women having a full conversation, talking as loud as I do on this podcast about one of them was like, well, I no, he never got picked up from carpool the other day. So she didn't even know what to do. I don't know. Did he go to average school care? Like, I don't even know. No one knows where Mason went. Do you know how insane it is to be standing in front of 2,000 people and you were doing your job, fully engaged, delivering a joke? The words are coming out of your mouth and you are then on the other side of your brain trying to figure out if you should send out an Amber Alert for missing Mason because these fucking whores won't shut up. So I finally was like, girls, I love you, but come on. There's 1,900 other people who've bought tickets and you bought the expensive ones in the front and you want to shut the fuck up. And then I think maybe one of them left. But regardless, so then I get to the meet and greet and then the girls that were sitting in front of them, I said, hey, I'm so sorry. Were you guys good? And they were like, those women were just, would not shut the fuck up. They were hammered. If you come to a show, sit back, turn your phone off, watch the show for an hour, 90 minutes. I don't even care if you stay the whole fucking time. And then go about your day. It was wild. Every other person but those three people were the most amazing people ever. And I love Dallas. I love the fact that you put butter on fucking chips in a warm tomatillo. I love that you put flower petals and make my extremities, my legs, my calves, my feet feel like mozzarella sticks. You know what I mean? We stayed at the Thompson Hotel. It was beautiful. Jeff bought some ostrich pecan boots. We ate like kings. God, if you just see me out in the streets exercising, which you probably won't, but if you see me and you come close and you're like, wow, she kind of, that was a little, that was weird. She kind of smelled like a little outdoorsy. You know what I mean? It's because I'm sweating out barbacoa and carne asada and brisket and slow cooked ribs. You guys really try to take my, what is it? Not, not your ACL. My L5, my L1 cholesterol, your AC cholesterol to the next level. Almost put me in the damn grave. I swear you did. But anyways, that's where we're at. Dallas is great, though. What else happened in Dallas? What else is happening now? All right, so we're in wine country. And, you know, I used to work in the wine biz, okay? I I ran, I, I was a bartender at some cool spots in New York, and I had this wonderful, amazing psalm teacher who you know, said I failed every test, but I had the charisma to sell. And that's Sarah Sutel. Sarah Sutel is so amazing. She's one of the best people in the wine biz. She's in New York and she's a friend and I love her and adore. And Sarah taught me everything I ever wanted to know about wine. And she was so patient with me and helped me like develop a palate for it and all these things. And she's why I adore wine. Anyways, that's the nerdy thing. Like she, she and I could geek out over, you know, a glass of Chablis. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, so it's fun to be back out with Chris and Christina, who are some of my best friends, obviously, just in life in general. And we all worked in the wine biz, bartending, you know, fancy restaurants, all this shit. We were all in the hospitality in New York. So we're coming out here because we're just wine. You know, we love this shit. We love the science. I want to smell it. I am that person. I am that person. I want to put it to my nose and go, you know what I smell? I'll tell you right now. I smell a... Havarti cheese, green grass. Mm, what's that? Ooh, I have a succulent that needs two hours of sun once a year. And 
lead paint. That's what I smell. That's what I smell. And I got to be honest with you, I have, I lost my taste and smell when I had COVID this time last year. But I'll tell you what, I've always had a strong nose. You know, and I don't know why I'm, you know, well, you know when you're visual or you're like auditory or, you know, you, what is it when you need to write things down? I smell and sight, I just, I crush. Hearing, not great. Uh, stages are loud. I listen to my music too loud. My mom was always yelling. You know, podcasting fucks you up. But I can smell. Honey, you give me, you could give me a fucking, oh my God. You could send me to any tasting room. Any. I don't care. Send me to Stag's Leap, Silver Oak. Send me to Camus. You know what I mean? The Frank family. ZD, wherever. You could literally have goat pee in a bucket. All right? You could trick me. You could try and trick me. This is my, maybe this is my party trick. You could try and trick me. Say, Heather, what are these notes of this? What's, what are these notes on this old Zen, Zippendale, you know? And I'd be like over here, okay, well, I'm getting a dark cherry blossom. Ooh, some peel of a grapefruit. Mm, a little duck fat in the back and birch. You know, and then you could be like, no, it's goat pee. And that's not even wine. And I'd be like, no, I fucking got you. I can't, I showed up. I actually time traveled to the past and made sure that this vintage had goat pee somewhere in it. So actually you're wrong. That didn't make sense. But do you know what I'm saying? If there's one party trick I'm good at, I can also do a party trick. I learned this from my psalm in Italy when I studied abroad. I can take a sip of wine and tell you without looking at the bottle how much alcohol's in it. It's my party trick. I'm not going to tell you I can do it, but I can do it. You know what's really cool? I just, I was just asked this the other day. Somebody was like, do you have a party trick? And I said, blowjobs. You know what I mean? Not that, it's not a trick. I mean, technically you are turning a trick. But that was always my go-to answer. Yeah, blowjobs. <laughs> you know, I kind of ended up, I was the one person at the party and ended up just blowing a couple people. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I think that's it. I can tell you how much alcohol is in, in wine. Okay, anyways. So it's fun. We're out here. So my whole point of all of this is that I got a good nose. We're driving home from dinner tonight, and we're going to do the wine tasting tomorrow. Jeff literally said the douchiest fucking thing I have ever in my entire life heard from my husband. I almost pulled over the car. I almost pushed him into oncoming traffic. I didn't know what to do. So he asked us in the car, we're like, Jeff, you know, you're not a huge wine guy. Do you want to drive us to some of these vineyards tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, can I have a juice box? And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Get a Capri Sun. Capri Sun. I say, I don't care. What do you do? Well, yeah, you get a juice box. Sure. Fre what do we want? A fresh squeezed orange juice? I don't know what this juice box lingo is. He said, no, I drink juice boxes with my boys on the golf course. I said, okay, honey, what is that cocktail? He said they get a bottle of Silver Oak wine, which is a high-end wine, put it over crushed ice in a styrofoam cup, and then pour ginger ale over it. And that's called a juice box. Guys, I need everybody to take a minute, say a prayer. My husband just won douche of the year. Wow, I'm also good at jingles. Another thing I'm going to add to my party trick list. Blowjobs, jingles, and I can tell how much alcohol is in wine. Anyways, I said, pull over the car. 
pull over the car. I'm going to throw myself on a barbed wire fence because I cannot imagine ever having to, I can't imagine living in the present moment and having to hear you ever say that again. I said, why would you waste silver oak like that? He's like, no, me and the boys, we drink a war playing golf. So then I told him how offensive that was to me as somebody who enjoys wine. I get it. It's funny. We're being wasteful. It's a good wine. We're putting the ginger ale over it. I said, how would you like, you love cigars, Jeff. He collects them. That's his thing. How would you like it if I went into the cigar club and said, oh, you know, I brought something to the cigar club tonight. Some Swisher sweets. And he was like, well, that doesn't even make sense because that's a cheap, that's a cheap, you know, little cigarette, cigarillo or whatever. He's like, the whole point is if you brought Cubans to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen, we all need a break. It's time. It's time to kick your feet up. It's time. Get those toes in the sand. Heather, how am I going to do it? I got it. I always have your back. When have I not had your back? You've got mine. I've got yours. And you and I could be rubbing each other's backs with tannin oil, sipping a Mai Tai in the sun. And I'm talking about, you know what? Cheap Caribbean. Yeah, that's right. Listen, you know what's better than an ad break? A beach break. And I know we could all use a getaway right now. So when I want to book a beach vacay, I use CheapCaribbean.com. I'm all about that all-inclusive life. You know, I get more food, more drinks, more fun for less money and with less worries. Basically, I get more of what I want and less of what I don't want. Cheap Caribbean has great deals on incredible all-inclusives, beach vacations throughout the Caribbean, Central America, Mexico, including Cancun, Jamaica, Los Cabos, Punta Cana, Aruba, and more. Less money, less worries, more beach. Book today at CheapCaribbean.com. And listen, I'm telling you, just go to CheapCaribbean.com and check it out. You could be in Putacana, bitch. I got you. I always got your back. Hit that Los Cabos. Hit that Mexico, including Cancun. You know what I'm saying? CheapCaribbean.com. Y'all, I'm so sorry. None of this podcast makes sense, but it also really makes sense. Like the guy who owns a nail salon sliding around in his really nice Nikes asking every woman the same thing. That makes sense. Jeff demoralizing a good bottle of red wine with his boys when he plays on Saturday just to be like, oh, we got the silver oak. We're putting ginger ale on it. He was so proud of himself, too. He was laughing because he knew it pissed me off. He knew it pissed me off. He knew. Oh, no, that Heather, that's like if you took a Cuban to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> what? Anyways, all I'm telling you is I'm sitting in this um, hotel bed right now, and he is sitting dangerously close to this fire outside, smoking a cigar. And, you know, I can't really tell from the shape of his head if he's looking at me or if he's looking at the fire. Let me see. Oh, he's waving. He's cute. He's got a beanie on. Yeah, he can't hear me. He's watching football on his phone. Another thing that Jeff did do 
if you were at all three shows, Jeff comes to as many shows as he can and he loves it. And he said his favorite thing is watching, even though he's seen the show so many times, is watching a new material come out and watching the crowd hear the jokes for the first time. He said it's like his favorite thing, which is really sweet and endearing. And then Saturday night was a big playoff game. And so he had... He was sitting in the booth with Chris, who, you know, is my producer and runs all my video and sound cues and everything. He had his little iPhone up watching the end of like the Packers game. And some woman came up to me after the show and she's like, just so you know, Jeff was also watching football. I'm like, bitch, he can do it. But if you see him on the golf course drinking what he calls a juice box, I don't give a fuck if he watches bowling. And has that on because it's probably he only has it on because he bet on it. But if you see him out at a golf course and he, you ever hear him, I don't care if he's playing in Kentucky, Wuhan, Brazil, I don't care. If you ever hear him bragging about a juice box, kick him in the nuts and then take a photo of it and send it to me. The photo of the nut that's been crunched because that's insane. But anyways, he's really cute and endearing and I love him, but he says some stuff sometimes. That's marriage though, right? I feel like marriage in a nutshell is one, trying to gauge whether or not your spouse has diarrhea and then trying to be a sleuth and figure out what gave them that diarrhea. Like Jeff and I play this game all day. He's like, babe, my, my tummy hurts. My tummy hurts. What do you think it was? You think it was the wings last night or, you know, I'm on a new probiotic that I heard on, on a, you know, on a podcast, a dude podcast. <laughs> and then I'm like, it could have been the wings. Didn't you go lemon pepper? You usually go double hot. So I think maybe the pepper could have upset the lining of your stomach. That's all marriages. And then, you know, coming on each other and then just saying, I'm going to kill you if you ever say these other words again. That's marriage. But I love him. I love him. But yeah, he was sitting watching the show. He loving it. But he also had his little iPad out or his, you know, his cell phone watching the game. And I said, good for you. Do your thing. You know, I'm just glad he's here. Anyways, my marriage is solid. I don't, <laughs> don't know why I went through that. But we were just on our way home from a beautiful dinner. And I'm dead sober. I haven't even had anything to drink tonight. And he said that in the car. And I thought Christina was going to hit him. And I mean, you know, Christina and Jeff grew up together. My friend Christina, if you come to the shows, she has a beautiful voice. She's one of my best friends. She's on the road with me right now, helping me, helping me with some stuff. She and Jeff grew up together. They've known each other since kindergarten. So they go tit for tat New York. You know how like, like Chris and I can get country together because he's from Texas. But when Jeff and Tina fight, it's hysterical. And she was like, I mean, they were going in and it was hysterical. And I sat back and I literally was like, yep, yeah, uh-huh. Tell him, tell him, Tina. Louder for us in the back. Tell him, Tina. But anywho, what am I even talking about? But I, I'm feeling blessed. Dallas was just, I mean, butter on a fucking corn chip. Doesn't get better than this. The dusty wine bottles. And honestly, when I look back at the piece of art on the wall, might have been a little too adjacent to, you know, something that might seem a little anti-Semitic. I don't know why when I look back, I'm like, I can't tell if this is a cross, a swastika, a yin and yang, or... I got to relook at this. I took a photo of it on my phone. And I'm not saying that anybody that was running this place was, you know, putting out that vibe. I just think the bottles had been so dusty and crusty on the wall that it was starting to, you know, you couldn't see what the original form of it was. I'm looking right now. I'm going to put this on Instagram on Wednesday when this comes out, just so you can see that this. <laughs> no. This might actually be, yeah, these wine bottles, this, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look good. Yeah, actually, when I look at this, we probably might. Uh, 
need to go back to this place for further investigation. But anyways, had a great time in Dallas. Really, truly, from the bottom of my heart, guys, I want you to know something. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Y'all have just made my life. And when you come to the shows and you have a great time and you come out and you make friends or you come out with old friends or you bring your spouse or, you know, you surprise your partner with the night out. It's just, I have so much fun doing what I do and to be able to share it with you guys. And the fact that we're all able to get together and laugh and giggle is just fucking great. It's just fucking great. You know, love it or list it. Fucking list it. List it. Don't stay in that. You you put in basic granite countertops and took your one car garage and turned it into a man cave for the fucking husband who told you when you were out looking at these other craftsmen in neighborhoods that are always way too far away. You know what I mean? They always go looking for a house, but it's never in the location. They're like, what was the guy's name? I'm going to say Ben. Hey, Ben, we told you we wanted to be really close to like Abbott Elementary. And we're actually three states over in Idaho. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, but look what you could get. You could get a brand new, new build craftsman that smells like the inside of a YMCA pool. Why is it when you go into a new build, it always smells like a heavy chlorine pool? You know, and I like a new build, obviously, you know, I like the finer things in life. I like a new build, but nothing's worse than a new build where there's like no trees in the neighborhood and it's like fake siding and they put like faux brick on the front. That's what this guy always does. He always shows them a house that's $4 million out of their price range just to prove to them, just to show them like you're asking for too much. And the wife is always like, I I asked for so little, but I married this fucking prick and he made me go on the show. So we could save like 10% on a rebuild because maybe HGTV is going to cover like a third of the cost. And then he shows you four other houses that are not even in the same state. That's what fucking kills me. They're like, well, this seems a little bit further out of town than we wanted. We actually really wanted to obviously keep our kids in the same school. But now we're in Michigan. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then my mom and I sit there and we go fucking list it move and then the next thing you know they like you know catch up on the family six weeks later and like well we moved we moved to nepal it's been wild my husband's now a sherpa for everest I mean, it's great exercise but he you know he has had frostbite a couple times <laughs> oh it makes me laugh it does it makes me laugh you make me laugh anywho all right listen I was supposed to get into the voicemails this week, but this is already, you know, we're cooking with gas. I wanted to just get on here and giggle and laugh because I had so much that I had to decompress and and just wrap my head around being in Dallas this past week. It's great. You know, it's great. You guys are great. It's warm. It's beautiful. It's bougie. It's just everything I ever wanted. It's like the perfect mixture of L.A., Atlanta, and the Great West, the great just outdoors. Also, side note, just real side note, if you're not watching 1883, speaking of the Great West on Paramount Plus, fucking great show. And you're hearing it here first. If Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, it's like the the prequel, the setup for Yellowstone, but you don't have to have ever watched Yellowstone in order to watch it. 
it's so amazing. I met the wonderful actor, Eric Nielsen, who's in the show. And I'm not going to give anything away. You just need to watch it. It's so amazing. He came to my show with his adorable wife. Adore her. And anyways, but I'm obsessed with the show 1883. And Tim McGraw and Faith Hill play this couple basically like taking people out west. And if Tim McGraw does not win every fucking award this next award season, I will quit this business done. His acting is so fucking good. Faith Hill's acting is so fucking good. If they are not nominated, Eric's acting is so fucking good. If people from 1883, Sam Elliott's acting is so good. If they are not nominated, I'm done. I'm out of the business. And you know what I'll be fucking doing? I'll be on the Uzbekistan version of Love It or List It. Just called Flanged. That's what it's called. That was more of a German accent. Do you know what I mean? I will literally be doing my version, Uzbekistan's version of Love It or List It. I will quit the business. Because the acting is so good. I'm just saying. If anybody from the Academy, the Hollywood Foreign Press, or I don't know, (laughs) you know, Oprah's Book Club fucking ever listens to this, That's who needs to win shit this year. Anyways, I said it. Okay, I love you. I will get back into the voicemails next week. I'm also excited. I'm going to be in the studio in LA. So going to be, you know, getting some really fun episodes and video episodes under my belt this next week. But again, you can buy tickets to my show, heatherontour.com. And I will be in San Francisco, two shows this week. I think we still have some tickets to the Thursday show. Friday night is packed. And then I'll see you at the Orpheum in LA. Go to heatherontour.com. I cannot wait there's, oh, this is so much fun. I love being on the road and don't be a cunt in the second row. And I'll see you then. Love you. List it. Love it or list it. Or just fucking get rid of it. See you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.